The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always got your new Going In Raw notifications. Today is uh, a very special day, Larson, because we will be, mm-hmm. uh, depending on when you're watching this, today, Friday, at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time, yeah. noon 30 Eastern time, and 5.30 uh, 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 Greenwich Mean time, British time, UK time, whatever. I know I call it Brexit time. Last time I feel like I went too far by calling it Farage you time. You did, you did. <laughs> that damn Brexit party. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, we will be going live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson for a very special charity stream Let's see if I have it here. Oh, you have the graphic on it's there. It's in the other thing. Oh dear. It's in the other thing. Wait. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, downloadings. Here we go. Look at this. There it is. Oh, Going in raw presents. Look at that. WWE versus, versus all elite wrestling. All elite wrestling. Uh, this is going to be very, very exciting. We it have a is. stacked card, yeah, Larson. Talk a little there, bit about the card. There's a tease right there before you. You see uh, Moxley, John Moxley, Mox taking on Chill Roman. And then in our main event, the Rhodes brothers, Dustin, Cody, taking on the McMahon family, Triple H, and Vince. And all proceeds are going to be going to the Syrian American Medical Society. This is the the group that Sami Zayn is working with uh, to get medical help out to Syria, a mobile medical unit. Yes. Um, And it's a terrific cause. And uh, uh, we'll be starting uh, earlier than the WWE show, Super Showdown. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to watch that after the fact, you totally can. But I always I like that we take that opportunity whenever they do <laughs> Saudi Arabia shows. There's a charity stream. Yeah, it's an opportunity for us to raise some money for a good cause. And yeah, totally. We're doing that. Uh, this is the second, third time we've done it. This is the third time we've done it. This is the first time that we're doing it exclusively on Twitch. Mm-hmm. We're doing that for a very specific reason. The donate button uh, that Twitch makes available that goes directly to our Streamlabs, which goes directly to our PayPal. Yeah. Uh, uh, all we, whatever you do, whatever you put in, goes. All of that goes. There's no party that takes a cut of that money. That goes directly to us, and that will go directly from us to uh, the charity. Right, exactly. So for uh, on the flip side, if we did it on YouTube, YouTube, t- Google takes 30% of, of the super chats. chats. Yeah. So we'd prefer to do it this way. Um, hopefully we'll get, you know, we, we really want people, I know a lot, some people out there might not like Twitch for whatever reason, and they might just prefer YouTube. Uh, we're hoping that you guys will come out and yes, join please. us. It's a terrific cause. If you, even if, if you're not gonna be there, and if you wanna donate uh, 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 right now at streamlabs.com slash Stephen Larson, uh, you can donate there as much as you want uh, or as little as you want. 
and uh, all those proceeds will go. We know, like, you know, it's everything basically today that's coming into Streamlabs. Um, all that will be going to yes. the cause. So even if you can't make it later on today, if you're watching this much later, um, by all means, uh, please still donate. It's for a great cause. Yes, please. Um, we raised, uh, I think, what do we do like around two, two, two we did 2,000 on one of we our did streams? We about 2,000 for Crown Jewel, and I think about a thousand for yeah. greatest rumble yeah yeah and so a thousand went to saint jude's children hospital and then two thousand went to the um no, you got it saint john the thousand, first one thousand went to saint john's program for real change and then was that 2000, the first one yeah. and then the second one was two thousand okay saint jude's children hospital. okay so uh so yeah we we try to find these good causes sammy zane tweeted this out and was like oh yeah this is like man what a great cause there's tons of great charities out yes. there um this is a really terrific one yes. there's people I mean, there's people at home, but there's also people all over the world that, that need help. So uh, this seemed like the right way to go. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of Super Showdown, though, yes. Larson. Yes, this has been the news all week. Um, and by the time this video goes up first thing Friday morning, we may have our answer to this question. Yeah. Entirely possible. Yeah. But the question posed before us now about 2 o'clock Thursday afternoon is, will we see a women's match at Super Showdown? So on Wednesday, I believe, Fightful... Uh, reported that Renee Young, Natalia, and Alexa Bliss were all making the trip to Saudi Arabia with Natalia posting a picture of herself and Renee Young on a plane to Instagram. And then Pro Wrestling Sheet shortly thereafter had some additional details saying, quote, Natalia and Alexa Bliss were flown to Saudi Arabia for WWE's upcoming Super Showdown event and were told because there's hope they'll be allowed to wrestle. According to sources, WWE officials have been going back and forth with the Saudi General Sports Authority for the past few months trying to get a women's match approved. While WWE hasn't received an official green light, we're told the two uh, wrestlers were flown to Jeddah with the hopes that, be given, uh, that it will be given before the show on Friday. And then uh, Dave Melser mentioned on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio on Wednesday that WWE is being pretty hush-hush about the match and know that if it doesn't happen at Super Showdown, it will likely happen soon and that Natalia and Alexa may be there to announce or tease a future bout. Today, Thursday, Brian Alvarez mentioned on Wrestling Observer Live that as of today, um, there was a WB creative meeting and there was no discussion of the women's match during said meeting, but noted that doesn't necessarily eliminate the possibility of a women's match being added to the show. Um, some context back in March, Fightful reported that, quote, there's a major pitch by several names of influence within the company to get an all-women's match on an upcoming Saudi Arabia show. So, I mean, just because it wasn't mentioned in the creative meeting, I mean, there's there's a lot of, like, stories headed into Super Showdown. They've been pushing this pretty hard. This is a pretty major show. It's at least a WrestleMania equivalent, Larson. Uh, yeah. According to their own prom what promotions. To tell us. <laughs> uh, and so I imagine this Alexa Bliss-Natalia match would probably just sort of exist in a creative vacuum. Yeah. It's not like they need, I mean, they're not going to be building well, stories during the they show. They wouldn't have to build stories, right? But they would have to build the story of the match. Well, I think that that's probably more producers with them backstage as opposed to like writers talking about stories heading into it. That's just my speculation. Um, so, uh, you know, and I mean, for all we know, maybe they say, hey, this is a possibility. Uh, maybe they're working it out you know, on the trip itself, you know, entirely possible. So, yeah, um, knows? that's possible as well. Oh, by the way, also because the undertaker is returning or he has returned and has demonstrated his powers of teleportation and being able to affect the lights in the SmackDown mm -hmm. arena thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have going on right now, a 20% off sale at friendomarket.com using the promo code taker. 
Uh, so you can get one of those wonderful, unrelated, uh, put you down like a dog shirts. Uh, or one of our new sticker packs. We're mm-hmm. offering sticker packs now. Mm-hmm. So check those out. Yeah, the uh, 12 for 25 is best value. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty impressive, I guess. Uh, what were the things that uh, that have been confirmed as to have happened involving women performing uh, in uh, was it Cirque du Soleil? I believe Cirque du Soleil uh, had a performance in Saudi Arabia. And, and then like a mixed martial arts thing? I think so. That sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, but it's not like, you know, impact didn't go there and put on a show with so. like women think wrestling. So. so that's kind of that's kind of weird how they sort of draw the lines of oh we'll allow this, we won't allow this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they do things over there. Anyways, uh I guess this would I mean this look would this silence critics? Um not entirely. I mean the 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 lack of women's wrestling on these Saudi Arabia shows is only kind of one area that's been subject to criticism. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's the the Jamal Khashoggi situation. Yep. Um, the mass execution situation. Yes. Um, that, that critics of these shows have pointed to and saying, WB, you should not be doing business here. Yeah. I mean, UFC pulled their business out of Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. um, following the Khashoggi incident. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it, would, it, it wouldn't quell all criticisms of the shows. Um, it, it would, it, WB can, could, could try to, uh, would, would, you know, from a public relations standpoint, say, hey, here, we said going into this deal that we were going to try to be an agent of change. Look, we got a women's match on the card. It's happening. Uh, we're delivering on our on our, our aspirations essentially. Okay, that that's the other thing. They have not mentioned the the country's name. They have not mentioned no. the name Saudi Arabia. They have not since promotion for Crown Jewel prior to the Khashoggi. Yeah, once the Khashoggi thing happened, that, that they stopped mentioning Saudi Arabia. Now they have mentioned the city's name of Jeddah. Yeah, um, multiple times. Yeah, for Crown Jewel, they didn't mention anything Saudi Arabia. Right, right. A country, a city, nothing. Where where did where did uh, was that in Riyadh? I think so. Okay. It wasn't in Jeddah. Okay. Uh, so it it does make me wonder, given that there are a lot of other reasons as to why uh, certain people, many people, think that they shouldn't be doing business with the Saudi Arabian government, um, including things we just talked about. Do you think the WWE would then say? I mean, it seems it seems like something they would do. Use the the fact there's a women's match there to then go ahead and say, "Hey, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, look at us, we're making change." Mm-hmm. That seems like the way they'd go. Oh yeah, I mean that's usually their 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 attitude is uh, in the face of criticism, uh, push through, mm-hmm. and if even if that's not working, find one little thing to to spin into a positive, yeah. and then just push through after that. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I, don't, I don't want to trivialize. If they do get a women's match on the card for Super Showdown, that that is that is a deal, that is something. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, whether whether this is affecting real change over there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but if they can get if they can get Natalia versus Alexa Bliss on the card and the match happens, that's something. They can say that. Yeah, and and you know, going into this thing, like I said, that's one of the things they said they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess. They weren't just paying lip service to that notion. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit cynical on all this with all this stuff. To be honest with you, like, 
I don't know. I'll just sort of keep my opinions about the whole thing to myself. But uh, I, yeah, from from a WWE PR standpoint, it will be interesting if if they feel, if Vince feels, if their PR department, if Triple H and Stephanie feels that they can then <clears throat> start singing the praises again of the, this entire thing from the beginning was a propaganda deal. I mean, let's not. That's what it was. If you take a look, at the greatest Royal Rumble, yeah, the video a, packages for that were. Look at how progressive the government is now. Yeah, it was a four-hour propaganda piece for yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and I wonder if they would go back into that mode because that that's da- here's the thing: the WWE, <laughs> the WWE is not afraid to bypass the fact that there's a cliff up ahead and uh, and the engine's working and they and they full they go full throttle on the car. Well, it's not just there's a cliff up ahead and, and they go full throttle. It's that there's a cliff up ahead and, and the throttle's stuck. <laughs> well, here, because here's the thing. If they start, if they use this to sort of re-kickstart, to reignite their propaganda engine for Saudi Arabia, more things are going to happen. That government, they're not going to stop executing well, people yeah, for doing, a, you know, that. fairly there's, innocent there's things. There's the war in Yemen. There's a lot of issues. <laughs> there's a lot of issues in play. There's a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they can try to say, oh, look, this happened. So, yeah, don't mind all this. I know, I know. But, you know, if, if, if you're informed on what's on world events. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how far uh, WWE is able to stick their foot in their mouth if this does actually happen. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, if it look, if if this is if this does actually enact any amount of change within the people, within the government perception, then it is good. And mm-hmm. it's OK. That's kind of cool. That's kind of neat. Um, but it, it these days, it kind of feels like I, ever since the Khashoggi thing, it just feels like, well, getting having women show up on the show is such a drop in an otherwise vast but I mean, ocean you know, of problems. The, they, I think they they sp- they speak of being agents for change. Maybe that's genuine. Primary purpose of these shows is to make money for the company. I think if change happens, it's like an added bonus yeah. <laughs> for their yeah. PR department. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I don't think uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, I mean, you're, you're because you're right. It's 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 like ninety nine point nine nine percent. There's there's if you list the top ten reasons to do these shows, none of them are, are to make money. <laughs> and the number ten, right? From WB's perspective, a would distant probably be, tenth. Yeah, it would probably be to promote change. <laughs> right. If that happens to to go down, then because great. If, if actually promoting change was anywhere in the top five, they would have pulled out of that deal. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, man. So, uh, I don't know. We're going to be doing a charity stream during it. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we'll hear about it. We'll hear about what happened. Yeah, we kind of did some some half-baked predictions at the end of our SmackDown episode. That's going to be the extent of our coverage, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's not like... It's not like... I mean, these days, they've got a pay-per-view every month. It's not like, you know, all these pay-per-views. It's not like this Two is... Two this month, in fact. This, is gonna, it, this isn't going to have mania-level implications for stories. Despite what they tell us, no. I mean, you you seem to think... I, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. You seem to, to uh, not think that Brock Lesnar is going to walk away with that Universal Championship, even though he said, Friday, Friday, Friday. But he also said, Monday, Monday, Monday. That's know? true. That is true. You know? So, no, I'm pessimistic. They're actually going to do it they might tease it i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility whether he does a cash in after the match and search himself in the match to make it a, a three-way match mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um from a business perspective long term i think it would be in wb's best interest to wait until smackdown moves to fox mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
um, that would generate buzz for that transition. Or they'd use the SmackDown uh, move into Fox to take the title back off of Brock if he wins it at, at this show. Yeah. But uh, I mean, uh, let's let's just look. I mean, they did they did get some mileage out of the best in the world. Shane still is yeah, yeah. talking about I mean, that. That's, that's that's the best story to ever emerge from a Saudi Arabia show. I mean, like the greatest Rumble, Braun won's giant belt. I haven't seen it since like the Raw afterwards. That happened at Crown Jewel. Uh, no, great. Wait, wait. The uh, best in the world tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened uh, beyond that? Let's see here. That was Braun Brock. Where Brock just yeah, F5 run like that. 10 times. Yeah, okay. Probably the DX versus... Oh, that's right, that's match. right. Yeah. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Let's see here. It's mostly the best in the world tournament. It was, yeah. Nakamura versus Rusev for the US title. And it didn't change hands there. And then the same with AJ Styles beating Samoa Joe. It didn't change hands there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll get plenty of recaps. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be at SmackDown, uh, SmackDown this Tuesday following uh, Super Showdown. So I'm, I'm, I hope it's not just 20 minutes of the two-hour broadcast filled with Super Showdown recaps. Uh, well, considering that I, I wouldn't have seen Super Showdown, I'm okay with that. I'll we, be, I'll be, I'll be for it. Morally speaking, I'm okay. Finally because, get to uh, witness our first episode of 205 Live live. Oh, yeah. Which I'm excited for. Oh, wait. What's on tap for that? Usually they announce stuff uh, in advance. I don't remember if they've announced anything. Oh, that. I don't think they have. We'll probably get a Canellis match because yeah, he had a promo this past yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, So they'll probably wheel out some top level competition for him. Yeah. I wonder who that's going to be. I wonder what local Sacramento area enhancement talent take on. Shame Adam Mayhem's overseas. He yeah. could have been the guy. Yeah. Yeah, my goodness. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, so will there ever be another John Cena, Steve? Oh, God, no. He's he's like an alien, unless one of his alien brethren come down to Earth. That would be something else. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? An, a, a C-Nation alien invasion? Yeah. Anyways, John Cena doesn't seem to think there's going to be another John Cena. No. In fact, Vince seems to want uh, another face of the company, and hence we got the Roman Reigns thing. Uh, the last face of the company, John Cena, spoke about this during a Q&A at BookCon. That sounds like a fun event. Well, it sounds like an event. That could be interesting. I'm not sure fun is really... Well, books can be fun. <laughs> You're like pop-up books when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Those were fun. I, what do you mean when I was a kid? Get those, out of here with that. Those little things, the tabs you can pull in and out and have the tauntaun. Bama loves those things, man. The tauntaun run. You and pull the tab you in do out. it too many times, the tauntaun rips. Yeah. yeah. I love pop-up books. I had the Empire Strikes Back one. I remember that one. I had the Empire Strikes Back uh, a company with it was the little book. And with it the had tape. the tape. I had, the, had that for Search I for listened Spock. to that so many times. I think, yeah, your Search for Spock was my Empire Strikes Back because I, I watched that and loved it endlessly. I also have, the, I still have it, the E.T. soundtrack on vinyl. 
Oh, that I think yeah. has the score and 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 the 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 the, the songs and stuff. But I think it's also kind of like that, where it has an abridged version of the story you can follow along in the book with. Because I know many of you listen to this show every single day, and I know that you're to dying. learn about '80s uh, random '80s stuff. Well, specifically our childhood. Yeah, I did reach out to my dad about the GI Joe thing, and oh, I know yes. I mentioned this during Overrun because I had initiated the conversation on the yes, regular this is show. Somewhat from the SmackDown recap, yes. Yeah, Dodo said. My dad said. Uh, he says, while we weren't anti, he said, while we weren't anti GI Joe, we probably encouraged the superhero underoos more than GI Joe. <laughs> you were interested in whatever the latest underoos was, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the eighties, man. I did love my underoos, man. Yeah, I had some underoos. They too. were so. I have so many pictures of me in various underoos. I think I had the Flash. I had Green Lantern. I had the Flash. I don't think I don't know if I had Green Lantern or not. I remember. Definitely had Superman and Batman though. Oh boy, I used to run around in my underwear and a cape. <laughs> Exhibition is Dracula. There you go. From the earliest stage. Anyways, back to John Cena. He was at something called BookCon, and the following transcript here is by Fightful. This is what he said. I think the dynamic of the program is changing. <laughs> That's the most robotic shit I've heard. I think the dynamic of the program is changing. For the longest time, I think, if you consider WWE a band, there's been one front person of the band. I think that dynamic is changing, and it's because the audience is too diverse. I think older males are watching it, younger kids are watching it, females are watching it, the audience is so diverse, so with a diverse audience, it's tough to universally please someone. In the 80s, you had a family-oriented program, and Hulk Hogan was the front man. In the 90s, you had 18 to 35-year-old males. In come Steve Austin and Dwayne Johnson because they hit right down that wheelhouse. And then there was me. But even myself, as you know, went through a polarizing stage where half the audience likes you and half the audience doesn't. So I don't think there's a universal figure that will lead the company forward. I think as the company grows and especially expands globally, you're going to have a super friends of the WWE, which is like people who are essentially fighting for equal share of the popularity. I think the band essentially will have 10 lead singers of every different race, creed, color, sex, ethnicity. So I believe that I was kind of the last of that. And I think the landscape has changed so much. That's more of a group effort rather than an individual effort. So Larson, do you, do you uh, think John Cena here has it right? I see his point. Um, would it be possible for, would it be possible for one wrestler to potentially appeal to several, a majority of demographics? Maybe. Um, but, uh, I mean, we, we see with the Roman Reigns situation where, uh, who's booing him? Uh, we are. Yeah. Marks. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, th I think by Internet and large, I, th I think by and large, IWC. when when they were going through the issue of Roman Reigns, it was probably generally guys <laughs> from about the age of eighteen and up. Yeah, sure. Were probably the ones who were spearheading the charge to boo Roman, Ra Roman Reigns out of the building at any given night. Women and kids love him. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and that one guy who always dresses up like him at the show. Yeah, at every show, there's always and one. There's one always dude, one Roman Reigns guy. One dude that is in full Roman Reigns regalia. Yes. Um, so I, I, whereas in the past, I don't know if that was necessarily the case and, and you can try to figure out the reasons why, you know, like Hogan seemingly, everybody cheered for him in the eighties, uh, seemingly, yeah. seemingly, I don't get it now, but 
I don't even... You got it back then, though. Back I, then, you understood. I did, but I was also a dumb kid. Well, everybody's dumb when they're a kid. Um, you like The Greatest American Hero, right? I watched it. Yeah. I, was more I love of, that show. I was more of an A-team guy. Again, as Dad confirmed, Underoos was my thing. I'm yes. not sure if I had a Greatest American Did you watch Hero. Super Friends? Uh, yeah, I was always into that. Yeah, yeah. I watched that, too. Um, and in the, in the 90s, you, you kind of had your pick. You can be a, a Stone Cold guy. You can be a Rock guy. or You know, it... it you had options. Yeah. And either of them appealed to a fairly broad demographic. Okay. So I'll, I'll step in here and say this. I think John, 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 I think John Cena sort of short sells the attitude era uh, in terms of, if you look at the, the level of popularity and the number of eyeballs on the product, I think that might've been, I look, I know the demographic is primarily like college age males and up, but man, they had such a diverse, roster of oh like, yeah you could cheer for china you know yeah uh, and you could cheer for yeah austin dx the rock mm-hmm. there are any you know the nation mm-hmm. there are any number and a fairly diverse roster uh to cheer to to pick from and cheer yeah. and what was the driving thing about the attitude Aaron? grant not all of it was great oh interesting creative creative and that's the major issue yeah is, that's is, the biggest thing is that if you tell good stories and people are invested in those stories, they will be invested in the product and they will be invested in those characters. Cena's stuff and his, when he was propelled to, to superstardom, his stuff was so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not, not necessarily, I mean, some of the stories, yeah, were fine, but in terms of him bringing what he brought to the equation, mm-hmm. I mean, Cena was his good creative, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. he was his own good creative. Yeah. He was, he was creative enough to overcome bad creative. Yeah, exactly. Or less than great creative. Um, and, and I think, the issue now is probably less what he's talking about. Cause I think with good creative and the interesting character, there could be one person mm-hmm. that multiple demographics could invest into. Um, uh, just as we just said, the creative's just not that good. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. not telling interesting stories for the most part. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's dude, that is the reason why there is no face of the company. And mm-hmm. it's the reason why there aren't multiple faces of the company. I believe what he says. I think there can be multiple faces of the company. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, th- I think we kind of had that back in the attitude era. We kind of did. Yeah, we did. And I, I think there's been several periods in between, you know, like the singular faces of the company, but like after Hogan, they tried to do a group effort in the new generation. It didn't really work because creative was garbage. Post attitude era, after stone cold and rock left, they tried to do the same thing mm-hmm. where you had uh, angle edge, uh, Triple H, Orton, yeah. Orton uh, Batista. Mm-hmm. It was a group effort. Yeah, and yeah, the the ratings were down in comparison to the Attitude Era, but I doubt wrestling will ever reach those heights ever again. Well, yeah, they were still yeah. way stronger than they are now. They're, and and that's when the creative started going downhill. Mm-hmm. That's exactly when the creative started mm-hmm. going downhill. Um, so I don't know. I think I think it has way more to do with the creative process Absolutely. than it does with with who you're putting out there. If you have killer creative. Then, then you're you're good, you know. Well, the situation is your odds are much better. Yes. I mean, look at look at when <clears throat> when CM Punk was at his most popular. It's like you had two very diametrically opposed people. You had CM Punk and John Cena, and uh, you know I know Triple H and Vince were never too high on Cena on, uh, on CM Punk. Punk. Yeah. But I mean, the guy had like a 400 plus day reign as champion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. they saw something in him, and his merch sold really really well. Yeah. And, they just didn't think of him as like a media yeah. guy, so I don't think they really sent him. Maybe, on many maybe media what Cena was talking about is in the current creative environment of WWE. That could be, yeah, that could be. He's like, yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna need a lot of different people to fill in the gaps of bad creative. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he's also, you know, I don't know. I, I do tend to think that there are 
multiple people on the roster now who could be Austin level. Oh, I, there's probably at least 10. <laughs> yeah. There's probably at least 10. I think, yeah, I think you're right about that. I do. At least, if not more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I say this all the time, and I, I, I apologize. I sound like a broken record, but the talent level across the board is so high. It is. It is. In ring, on the mic. Yeah. There's countless, at least 10 people mm-hmm. that could reach Cena, Stone Cold, Rock heights. Yeah. If they're they're putting interesting storylines, mm-hmm. uh, allowed to develop characters with creative. Yeah. But they got to have input too. I got two words for you, man. Kona Reeves. Guy looks exactly like The Rock. He could be the next Rock. Put him with Eli Drake. He's 6'8". He's too tall. <laughs> he's 6'8". He's too tall. Good point. <laughs> with Eli Drake. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Anyways, given, given the current environment, WB, I, I guess I kind of see seen his point, but I think good creative, interesting stories could alleviate a lot of it. I think I think that's a lot of it, man. I really do. You see, all remember how much licensing there was back in the Attitude oh, gosh. Era? Triple H was on everything. You could sleep and people on hated WB him. sheets. Yeah, they probably had WWE underoos at one point. Dude, you go down the birthday party aisle, and it's like Attitude Era. And you get all this birthday party yeah, stuff no. for kids. You got DX doing cross chops, on <laughs> right? Birthday hats and birthday plates, right? Exactly. Yeah, you don't see that now. Like you don't. You, back in the day, you, you used don't. to go to Kmart or whatever, and they used to have like a whole section. Mm-hmm. Maybe Walmart has that deal now. I don't know. There's a whole section of WB gear. You don't see that now. Oh, I don't see it. I go to Walmart all the time. It's very convenient. I mean, it's kind of cool that you can get it. There's like a handful of shirts at Hot Topic. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, they still have shirts, but yeah, not not anywhere near Mm-mm. what it used to be. Mm-mm. Part of that is that their merchandise so crap now. Yeah. I mean, back then in the day, that was the definitely the B-level merch they had. In yeah, yeah, yeah. They put their, yeah. Instead of Austin 316. It'd be like a mon- like a collage of Austin. Yeah. It's like Texas rattlesnake or something on it. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, one last story before we move on to our Dominion predictions. Oh, hold on. I'm going to check to see if the newsletter has dropped yet. Oh, I don't think so. Because all, uh, all the... Nope, not yet. All the dirt sheets are just waiting for that newsletter to drop. Dave Milter. Um, Becky Lynch did an interview with Sports Illustrated. I guess we can also talk about the, do an update on this uh, Bully Ray situation after this story. Uh, Becky Lynch did an interview with SI's Justin Barrasso, and she was asked about WrestleMania, main eventing again. This is what she had to say. Quote, I want to headline WrestleMania without Ronda Rousey. That drives me. I've, WrestleMania, I've main evented WrestleMania. Now I know what it feels like. For me, anything less than WrestleMania main event is going to feel like a failure. So I've been thinking a lot about who my next opponent will be at WrestleMania 36. I know there'll be a whole class of women coming up, chomping at, my, at the bit for my spot. I showed them what was possible, so they're all going to want it. But I'm not ready to give it up yet. I'm just starting my prime. Um, and she also says, WB is the pinnacle of wrestling, the thing we all grew up watching and loving. I've been able to come to, into this company, break down barriers, and change the way the business is done. I want to continue to do that, and I want to continue to do it in WWE. All right, Larson, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Given what she said, right now, if WrestleMania was your <laughs> – don't, don't jump the gun on this one. Uh, instead of going to the obvious question, I'll ask you this. Right now, if WrestleMania was – if they were starting the build right now, who would they push for the main event slot? What's the A story right now? It's Seth and Brock. Yeah. But Roman's kind of there also. Oh, main event might be Roman Shane. <laughs> Yeah, that could be. That could um, be. She talks in this interview too about uh, her feud with Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. and saying and she she's taking it upon herself to uh, establish Lacey as a worthy foe for her. 
That's how she kind of puts it. Like, oh, that's part sure. Of her yeah, job okay. Okay. Yeah. To make her seem coming in basically fresh as a legit threat to her. Yeah. Um, which is kind of off topic. Another thing entirely. But it, it, it's, I mean, she can only do so much in that respect. Yeah, I know. When creative for a while now hasn't exactly been playing to her strengths. Yeah. Um, it's her momentum post rumble has slowed. Mm hmm. Um, uh, and now, I mean, they had a great opportunity to have a target on her back on two shows. Yeah. Everybody coming after her. Yeah. And then the next pay-per-view after Mania, what happens? She drops the SmackDown title. There's a great, uh, in the lead up to, this is an obscure reference, back in the early 90s, remember when they broke Batman's back? Mm-hmm. All right. The lead up to that story involved, I think, I, I forget who actually was a mastermind behind it. It might have been Bane. Bane might have been like a, a pawn of whoever was the mastermind behind it. But the reason why Batman was kind of was was able to allow himself to get uh, squashed by Bane. Someone broke like all the criminals got out of Arkham Asylum. Very right? good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, and so he was all, and that should have been Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch should have been run ragged by exactly, exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. Everybody coming after the inmates, all of a sudden going after her. Mm-hmm. That's how it should have been. And then she gets to like one last person. Maybe it's like Shayna or somebody, somebody who really has the bona fides to take her out. She and then she good. hits rock bottom and then you can build her back up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's actually an interesting story. That would have been terrific. Yeah. Uh, but instead there's just this lingering thing. They bring up Lacey Evans too soon. She's too green. They gave her a really crap gimmick in the first place. Yeah. They haven't, they, dude, the WWE, for some reason, Vince these days is totally averse to the impactful debut. Yeah. I don't the know impactful the debut, which was one of the like best things ever. It just, it doesn't exist anymore. Really. And it's a really sad thing because it's a really great way to build up somebody new instantly. Oh, yeah. Instead, they're, they just do things that mildly confuse you. Yeah. Or they out and out like debut somebody via PowerPoint presentation, like the four biggest names in NXT. Yeah. Here's a slideshow. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. awful. I mean, yeah. even if you look at like EC3, he had the most entertaining video package. And what? And where is he now? He's holding a solo cup. Yeah, that's his gimmick now. I know. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. 
fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I mean, I've said this a couple times already, but with Becky... If you just followed the Stone Cold template after you won beat Michaels for the title at WrestleMania 14, every feud you got in thereafter, uh, up the odds, mm-hmm. new challenges. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it needed to be for Becky. Yeah. yeah. Put her in a position where she needs to fight because that's what people love to see her do. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Right and, now, and far it's, too often she's just standing around talking. It's very difficult to see how she could be in the main event of WrestleMania. It's funny because so in retrospect, it it does feel like yeah, Ronda was probably necessary for that main event, but her creative was really good. Ronda's creative was actually really really good. It was got muddy there towards the like the final finish of the, the, the build, the the, the 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 vlog and stuff, kayfabe breaking. That stuff, stuff was kind of weird. The heel turn, yeah, that was weird. But I did think I always did feel that Becky's heel turn and then sort of turning into a tweener people loved her heel turn thing and so she they just made her face basically yeah that i thought had enough steam that was one of the most interesting things uh pre-rumble yeah uh to to sort of launch her towards that was the hottest story was her her ascent absolutely and charlotte and all that kind of stuff so i i did kind of feel that that be just and also because nothing else was really happening in the company that alone, those two could have been the main oh, event of WrestleMania. Been huge. At this point, though, like they've done such a clunky job continuing Becky Lynch and Charlotte, even that I just I I don't I don't see it. It seems like they've sort of reverted back to like Brock Universal Championship Seth, and then maybe Roman mm-hmm. as sort of their A guys. Mm-hmm. Um, although Kofi gets amazing reactions, yeah, he does. He does. He he really does. I'm not sure if they're ever going to consider that title. Um, to be important enough to make They might event. with Fox getting SmackDown. That's possible. They might. I hope I, so. That's going to change. I wonder, you have to wonder how much that's going to change. If Fox, if Fox has very specific demands, I mean, it, Fox could be the kind of thing. USA, their executives might be kind of complacent with WWE. It's like, okay, well, we know they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to help us in the ratings every single week. They're going to get us to number one in whatever demographic mm-hmm. we want every week. Mm-hmm. Fox, when WWE shows up at Fox, they might be like, hey, wait a second. We put how many millions and millions of dollars into marketing this, and this show is kind of a mess. Yeah, they might start meddling sooner than later. It could be, um, which would be kind of interesting. I don't be. know. It I would be. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Right now, the way things stand, uh, it it seems like an uphill climb for Becky to main event WrestleMania 36. But also a year ago, uh, it, you wouldn't even fathom the no. idea that Becky no. could have main event WrestleMania 35. All it takes is one hot thing to happen, and then you're good. Yep. Um, if she can get that, that momentum back, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Completely. 100%. So, Larson, Dominion, yeah, let's talk New Dominion. Japan Professional Wrestling yes, is happening this weekend. Uh, right now, it's undecided as to whether we're going to do a live stream. I know you got a busy weekend. I so do a busy weekend. Are. have family in town, so the odds are not great. However, we, I will watch it Sunday. Mm-hmm. We will do a review of it on Monday. Yeah, sure. At the least. Sounds like a good Monday. So uh, expect that. In the meantime, I know we're both kind of still recovering from Vegas. Yeah, man, that takes a toll on our old our old bodies. Yep. Uh, let's do some predictions. All right. Uh, the show's kicking off apparently with uh, John Moxley, new U.S. champion, taking on Young Lion Umino. One, two, three. 
three, there's four, nine matches. Five, nine. Yeah, Mox. Mox nine. with nine. Yeah, all confidence points on Mox picking up this win. Mox with nine. Uh, next, uh, uh, Kojima, mm-hmm. Cozy Lariat. Yeah, okay. Uh, taking on uh, Shingo Takagi. Oh, Takagi. He, Eight. He wants. Uh, he's been a, a junior since debuting in New Japan. He wants some heavyweight competition. This is his first heavyweight bout. Okay. Well, after I think losing in the finals of Best of Super Juniors, he's a he's a he's a big big name. I have Tagagi with seven. Okay. Is it because you have? This with eight? Yeah. Seven, I'll just do seven. It doesn't matter. They're both locks. Yeah. Uh, uh, next, we have uh, Jushin Thunder Liger in Yoshihashi. I Yoshi thought he was going to retire. Yeah, he's, got, he's doing his farewell tour. Oh, I think he's retiring like after long, Tokyo. It's like the longest tour. Um, taking on the Suzuki Goon team of Minoru Suzuki Ooh, and Zack Sabre Jr. The retiring Jushin Thunder Liger and Yoshihashi. Never bet for, like, never bet for Yoshihashi. Exactly. That's why I got uh, Suzuki and Sabre going over six confidence points. Um, I'm gonna give him low confidence points. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Uh, ooh, that this is gonna be like one confidence point here. Yeah, that one's a tough call. That's a tough call. I'm just gonna guess. No, I'm not gonna guess that way. Uh, and then let's see here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I th- this is a this is a mid level guess for me. I'll say three confidence points. Oh wow! All right. But I might change that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, next, Taguchi Japan. Uh, it's Tanahashi, Taguchi, Juice. I think it's a six-man tag match. Taking on Bullet Club team of Jay White, Chase Owens, and Taiji Ishimori. Uh, Bullet Club. Yeah, same. You said it was Jay White, Ishimori, and, and who? Chase Owens. Okay, well, two of those guys they really like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, if, if, if El Fantasma was there, I probably would have given it more confidence points. Yeah, totally. Points, but I gave it five. I got – oh, actually, I'm picking Taguchi Japan three confidence points. Chase Owens will take that pin. Um, who's in Japan? Taguchi, Tanahashi, and... Oh, Tanahashi? And Jay White just pinned Tanahashi again. And then Juice and who? Juice, Taguchi, and Tanahashi. Against Bullet Club. So since Jay White just won at the best of the Super Juniors in a singles match against Tanahashi via roll-up, I'm guessing... Man, Tanahashi's not going to be in a tag match that he loses. Tanahashi's team's going to win. I didn't know Tanahashi was in it, so I'm going to say Taguchi Japan. I only have three confidence points on it. Well, I've got five now. All right, fair enough. No, I've got two. Uh, Next, for the never open weight title. Ishii's going to win this. Taichi taking on Ishii. The only thing about that is that Suzuki Gun always gets involved in Suzuki Gun matches. Yeah. So there's a chance that Taichi can uh, can retain. Retain, that. Yeah. I got Ishii with four. You got Ishii with five. Uh, I've got Ishii with, uh, I'll say four. All right. Next, for the tag championships. Oh, this is going to be my five. Gorillas of Destiny versus Evil and Sonata. These two teams have been trading these tag straps back and forth seemingly for the last year and a half. Which match do I not have? Oh, I don't have a six one. Okay, so that's six. Uh, that's a toss-up. This is five, so I'm back to five, and I'll be four on this one. All right. Okay, so uh, who do you have? I have Gorillas of Destiny with only one confidence point. Okay, well, I'll do Evil and Sonata. Who has it right now? Uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah, I'll do Evil and Sonata. Why All right. Not? How many confidence points you got on that? Uh, three, two, one. I guess that'd be four. I don't think I've done a four yet. Yeah, I don't see a four there either. Four. How good? Yeah, it's about right. It's about the kind of level of confidence I have. What am I? Where's my three? Yeah. Three's on Suzuki Goon. Yeah, they're both they're both toss. This is like a true toss up. Yeah, it is. There's, there's two matches that are absolute toss ups in my mind. 
this one and then the Intercontinental title match. Next up, Dragon Lee versus Will Ospreay for the junior heavyweight title. This should be a hell of a match. Uh, all these articles. Is Will Ospreay the new Kenny Omega? Meaning best bout machine in yeah, New Japan. apparently moving to J Japan full-time to wrestle there. Best bout machine, yay or nay? I mean, he puts on a lot of great matches, man. Really good matches. I, I still haven't out, seen that I need final. To check it out this weekend. Yeah. Um, I got Osprey going over. Five confidence points. Yeah, me too. I got six confidence points on that. Uh, he's terrific. He's, he's pretty damn good. Uh, next, for the Intercontinental title, this is a toss-up. Um, Kota Ibushi's in the midst of a solid push. He just signed a deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling, full-time deal, exclusive contract with them. I think he'll be rewarded. This would be another great bout. Their bout at uh, G1 Supercard was really good. I got Kota Ibushi going over. Two confidence points. This is a toss-up for me. I also have Kota Ibushi for the reasons you just specified with one confidence point. Um, although, although, given that, you know, Kenny recently said and cried, he said this through tears, Larson. Mm -hmm. He said, I didn't ask Ibushi to be in AEW because it's his dream to win the New Japan, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Maybe he drops it here and then goes after heavyweight goal. Man, Entirely Ibushi possible. Okada. Ooh. Mm. Still have a scenario. Imagine if he walks into the G1, mm. Kota Ibushi, that is, uh, with the Intercontinental title. Mm. Wins it. With the Intercontinental title. And you have part of the story of him defending that title going into Wrestle Kingdom and he loses it. I'm going to say Naito wins with right. a whole confidence point. Fair enough. Uh, because maybe Ibushi's going to drop it and then head to greener pastures, to goldener pastures. You can also say, though, too, that Naito loses this match to move up to the, the main title picture, too. I will believe Naito moving up to the main picture title scene when I see it. Yeah. Because we've been predicting that one for two years now. Yeah, ages, it seems. It's been a while. Main event, Kazuchika Okada, the best wrestler in the entire world, <laughs> versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, man, if Okada loses this, I'm going to be shocked. Shocked. Okada Wouldn't that be shocking? It would be absolutely shocking. Wouldn't that be crazy shocking? It would be crazy shocking. Jericho has until October until he really needs to worry about uh, All Elite Wrestling. All Elite Wrestling, I know. But then All Elite could tweet out, we have signed the IWGP champion. Yeah. Uh, no, Okada's retaining. Eight confidence points. Okada's totally retaining. Hell I've yeah. got uh, seven. Although, you know, man, every time we do one of these, we're so certain about our, our picks. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely happening. It's because we, we don't follow the product Jericho's that closely. Jericho's probably going to win. Yeah, I kind of feel like Jericho's going to win. <laughs> no, sorry. Okada's going to win. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, the other way is funnier. Anyways, we have some questions. Yeah. We're going to answer them immediately. I got some questions for you. I want you to answer them immediately. Uh, Harry Wrestling fan, do an impression of Undertaker winning the 24-7 championship at the airport. Man, this flying is not great. Not great on my hips, let me tell you what. My hips kind of, they hurt after you've had a replacement surgery. Oh, man, they really hurt. I'm going to lay down. Oh, ref comes over. What the? Oh, I didn't realize I was laying down on Jinder Mahal. There you go. Who has a new 24-7 champion as of right now? Yeah, he is. Uh, Toby Michaels, who outside of Moxley, MJF, Young Bucks, Cody, and Kenny, are you most excited to see progress in AEW? At the moment, it is Orange Cassidy for him. Just love the gimmick. For me, it's Hangman Page. Let's see if they can build him up as a champion. Star, star, star. Big, big star. Yeah. For me, it is probably... 
See, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what Orange Cassidy's gimmick actually is. Is he even, is he even signed to All Elite? Or are you just up for the Battle Royal? Slow, but then he's fast. Also, he's a Miller. Hands about in pockets it. is more or less his gimmick. Yeah, but then I've seen it outside of pockets yeah. too. But I think that's generally speaking his gimmick. Uh. I am interested in seeing, I don't know, name some other names um, there. Like, I'd be interested to see what would they would do if they ever pushed Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. as singles. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, who am I most excited... So here, I think this is kind of my thing with All Elite. I'm most interested in the shit that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Private Party. Yeah. I don't know anything about those terrific Joshi wrestlers. Yes, yes. And that's that's interesting to yes. me. So I'm going to say it's somebody who I don't know yet. Agreed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, factoid. Do you think it would help WWE bolster their lower mid-card guys and showcase them better if they dropped the 24-7 title and brought back something more akin to the TV title, which was specifically for having on cable television. No, because it would just be another mid-card title that ends up meaning not a whole lot. You know? At least the... Like a network title make it interesting to interrupt network programming for title defenses and stuff. It would create buzz, especially if someone people cared about had that title. Mm -hmm. People might be more apt to watch the network on a more regular basis. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Flanagan, since Vince is petty and buries talent like the revival in the club, for example, for simply not resigning, do you think Vince is secretly sick and dying so he is burying WWE so when he dies, the company dies with him? No. That is some Black Mirror level shit, man. No, no I don't think that's the case. No, 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 no. No, I, I think that... Uh, so you know that, that Twitter account, Robert? Yeah. Who seems to know like everything about wrestling? Um, <laughs> he... He put it best, I think, when somebody mentioned Vince. I forget what the the context was, but he said he's a seven. He oh, somebody said, "Is Vince stupid for A, B, and C?" And and the response was, "Vince isn't stupid. He's a seventy four year old man who's obviously going through um, mental uh, a mental decline, something like that." And that's true. It's it's obvious that he's going through a mental decline right now because uh, he's seventy four years old. Probably doesn't get a lot of sleep. Yeah, it's not good for your brain. Uh, he's, you know, it's, it's, he probably hasn't, I mean, he's taken really good physical care of his body, but I mean, it was the eighties, man. People did all sorts of crazy stuff back then. And mm-hmm. now is the time it catches up to you. Yep. I mean, I'm surprised he's, to be honest, I'm surprised. I know, I know. He's the last of this one. Really? And I think he's just got too many things going on. And I think, you know, you, you gotta do, you gotta focus on less things when you get older, not yep. more things. Yep. So, uh, okay, this is great. Parachuting parakeet. In three years, who will be the 24-7 champion and how many times has it changed hands? Uh, I mean, it'll have changed hands hundreds of times. Three years, yeah. How many times did the hardcore championship change hands? Do we know? No. I mean, Raven had it like 27 times. All right. And he wasn't in WWE that long. Yeah, yeah, His second run. Do you think it's still going to be around in three years? I think it will be. Yeah, probably. This is one of of those things that just, it's... I'm going to say R-Truth has it again in three years. All right. Uh, he's going to be the cornerstone of that division. And then I'll say 169 title changes. Uh, nice. I will say 
somebody in NXT that will end up being more of a comedy wrestler, in which case I'm probably talking about... Kona Reeves. Stokely Hathaway. Oh, that's good. We'll have it in three years. Good. Uh, and yet he will still have not found his CD, CD player. player. Nope. Alexandria's queen with rumors of Adam Cole and Shayna Baszler getting called up most likely after SummerSlam. What do you think becomes of the undisputed era and what kind of ridiculous name would Vince give the faction on the main roster? Um, you know, it's going to be so disheartening. You want to know, you want to hear the most disheartening thing ever. You know, what's going to happen. It's going to be the kind of thing where like, this is just an example. The 24-7, somebody's going to be running around with the 24-7 title and you'll see the loser's locker room and Adam Cole will be in it. And that's how he'll make his debut. <laughs> or they'll just break up undisputed area. Adam Cole will go to Raw and everybody else goes to SmackDown. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. You don't know either. I hope that's not the case. I've just, I have so little confidence in call-ups these days. I know, me too. It's so, it's so awful. It sucks. Uh, Austin Whitley how do you guys feel Bray's new gimmick will translate to the ring? I'm not sure. That's a good question, though, man. I do not know. Yeah, I don't know. I am. I, I've been surprised. I've been uh, very positively surprised um, by F Firefly Funhouse, and so the idea of what they're how's that's going to translate to the ring? I don't know. I yeah, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mine ended up being lame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, at that point, it, Vince has it. If it's just a situation where he comes out with his mask get up you know his his circus ringleader gear with the mask and that's his wrestling persona mm -hmm. i mean it's it's just kind of a repackage of the same in-ring bray wyatt yeah. like it'd be nice if if we see something new from him yeah and we find and there's a way to actually really seamlessly integrate what goes on with firefly funhouse with his wrestling persona uh michael since he has announced he is moving to japan permanently permanently do you think Will Ospreay could be a future IWGP heavyweight champion? Yeah. At, yes. Yeah. A million times yes. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that they had, had him win uh, best of Super Juniors. I thought maybe after he won the never open weight title, his ascent to uh, heavyweight would have been complete already. Mm. But You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Um, Vince Delgado, given that Alexa is now number one contender for Bailey's SmackDown Women's title, who do you feel are, how do you feel about superstars challenging for the opposite brand's titles? Do you think it does more harm than good? Yes, I think it does more harm than good. Yeah, especially when there's so many uh, talented yeah. performers already on SmackDown. Yep. Somebody else, somebody on SmackDown could have that spot. And like Carmelo is 100% right. 
someone from SmackDown should be challenging for that title. And also, why are Peyton Royce and Billy Kay not feuding with um, the Kabuki Warriors right now? Yeah, they, they seemed like that was going to happen now. But then mm. it seemed like on Raw, it was going to be Alexa and Nikki. But now with Alexa challenging Bailey for the title, who's it going to be? Mm. There's such an utter lack of direction creatively. Yeah. King Drew, what can WWE do to freshen up 205 Live? I enjoy it and really want it to be successful, but it does have the stigma of being the D show. A small change they could make is to stop scripting the promos, according to King Drew. I think that's the least of... I don't think 205... I think 205 Live is fine. Um, I, I just... I, I don't get too emotionally invested in it because it, it seems to serve an obvious purpose, and that's to build up individual wrestlers' brands prior to getting sent to, to better places. Um, I actually kind of like 205 Live right now. I think there's some good stuff. I think Canellis is good right now. Drew Gulak just returned. Um, and there's tons of great wrestling. It's just when they say things like, we're not sure how we're going to proceed with the third hour of programming that we have on Tuesday nights. I kind of think that it's not going to be around very much longer. Yeah, you never know. Could be wrong about they that. They should take an approach like NXT, having a smaller venue, hotter crowds, people mm-hmm. that are actually in, who actually pay the, their tickets to see those wrestlers. Um, Aaron Sandlin, will Triple H ever have a feud in NXT? If so, with who? Oh boy, I would. Lo- I think that'd be amazing. I think it'd be great, but I have a hard time believing that he wants to cross over the game into NXT when he's, you know essentially dad of NXT. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to keep the focus of NXT on the talents of NXT, not himself. I agree. I think you're completely right. That the way he talked about it recently was, you know, he, he, he views the NXT talents kind of like as his kids. Mm, yeah. And he says it's like, he's more proud of anything with any, like NXT is like the proudest thing he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, let's say he does see like really, really great story potential yeah yeah yeah. not beyond you know just oh i'm there to make a big name or anything let's say it's something really special who would it be out of the current crop now for me for my money it'd either be adam cole or matt riddle here's how i could see it adam cole makes sense i could see i could see potentially the undisputed era making good on their thing to drape themselves in gold maybe even recruiting uh, somebody in the women's division who mm-hmm. then gets the the, the women's title mm-hmm. to Undisputed Era, right? So they do that, and they somehow take out William Regal. Yeah, they are running the show. They are causing havoc there. It's like NWO type stuff, but really well done. Mm-hmm. At that point, Triple H comes out, and it turns into a thing. Maybe something like that. Could be. But that's kind of all I can think about, like in terms of Triple H. Uh, Will Fernandez, do you think if Cody stayed with WWE that all in or AEW would still be a thing? Hell no. By all accounts, he's more or less spearheading that thing. Yeah. Um, if you listen to the Dustin uh, Rhodes podcast, mm-hmm. he's talking about during rehearsals. And maybe he just spoke about Cody because the question I think related to how proud he was of, of or how he felt about Cody doing all this stuff now where they're doing rehearsals and pre-production and Cody's the one down there, again, that he mentions, mm-hmm. with the headset, yeah, uh, going through rehearsals for production. Um, let's say the Young Bucks weren't there. He didn't mention them, but you know Cody's there. You see that text uh, exchange between Cody and and best friends. and best friends. You know, I didn't see either Jackson brother on there. Maybe they're handling other things. It seems like Cody is, is, is the guy who's kind of... Spearheading a lot of this stuff. Well, the genesis of 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 all elite was 
all in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that he was taught, he was talking to people before then, but all in was literally like Cody was responding to a bet from mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer saying mm-hmm. they couldn't sell out 10,000. He said, I bet we could. That was the genesis of the idea. And I think without him, I mean, you saw how being the elite changed once Cody showed up. Yeah. It turned into much more of a let's change the world type thing. You know, I mean, it, before that, it was kind of a goof. It was a very popular goof. Mm-hmm. But those guys would have ended up in WWE Probably. or they would have like really twisted New Japan's arm to get them to co-sign with the Ring of Honor mm-hmm. slash New Japan deal. Mm-hmm. Entirely possible, too, there. Uh, Flint. What could WB do to encourage wrestlers to stay with them that's not a big money contract? Oh, that's easy. Creative freedom. Yeah. Say, you know how Triple H spearheaded Ronda Rousey's creative? I want that, you know? I want true collaboration. Yeah. I think more than I think Daniel that. Bryan has a level of yeah. creative control. Get a contract like Goldberg apparently signed where he gets he doesn't have to do any scripted promos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's what you do. That's the key. That's the key, man. Um, Dalton wants to know if you could spend the day at Disneyland, Disney World with any wrestler, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one to finish on. So I first think like Johnny Gargano and Candace. They're huge Disney World, Disneyland fans. Yeah. And I could see like they might know some of the hidden stuff that yeah. you might not know. But at the same time, they might be so invested in that. It might be a bit too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So ideally, it'd be great to have someone that has the inside knowledge about the little hidden things to do. Oh, yeah. That aren't as, as, as fervent, diehard Disney fans as they are. Because like I want to go and have a good time, but I, want, I don't want to buy Mickey ears to wear while I'm there. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I just want to go... like. Ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride ten times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Have a mint julep, uh, a, 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 a gumbo bread bowl. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. With maybe a couple little hidden things pointed out by someone in the know. Uh, I'll go with uh, Boogenhagen. <laughs> I just see him on my screen. He'd be right air guitaring to the music on Pirates yeah, of the sure, Caribbean. Yeah, yeah Boogenhagen. He seems like he'd be too much, though. Yeah. He seems like he's just too much in general. Who just seems like someone to be cool to hang out with? Biggie. That's who I want to go. Biggie. Yeah, that'd be fun. Biggie. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be good. That'd be good. I like that. Good answer. I'll steal that. Biggie. There you go. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later, and hopefully we'll see you there at the live stream. Yes, please. Streamlabs.com slash Stephen Larson if you want to contribute to a great cause. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.